The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, happy Friday, everybody. We are back, and you know what that means. It means a UFC event is coming up tomorrow, and that event is UFC Vegas 28. Back inside the Octagon after a week off for the long holiday weekend here in the United States as we welcome you to the live UFC Vegas 28 preview show here on MMAfighting.com. Hope you're all having a wonderful Friday. Hope you all have taken advantage of free donut day wherever you are if you have it i know i had to do so for my kid who mm-hmm. like most donuts i get him didn't eat the damn thing and it just got wasted but uh just the thought that counts i am mike heck jose youngs is here did you get I your got free my, donuts there? of course i got my free donut i represented dunkin donuts all the way out here in phoenix there's not a lot out here uh but you know i had to go find some for national donut day which we found out before we got on, started in 1938 to support World War One. So if you hate the troops, apparently, you won't eat a donut today. AK, did you eat a donut? No. no there you go. Get your clickbait headlines ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Frame it however you want. You click, you click with your clickbait artists. All right. Do what you want with it. No one even got you a birthday donut, AK. This is this is tomfoolery. Yeah, sure. I know. Wild, it, we can what a crazy day, day that, today. that AK, AK's birthday happens to fall on National Donut Day. <laughs> it's amazing. Maybe that's why I forgot. Yeah, maybe that's why I forgot. I forgot. I didn't, I didn't get a didn't get a donut. Well, how are you, AK? Outside of. Uh, neglecting the donut world I'm today ex- i'm excited we're back guys we're back oh the, the long national nightmare is over we're back after uh no ufc no UFC. what did we what did you guys do with your with your lives last weekend 
Um, I mowed the lawn and helped my parents move and got a dog. That was my weekend. The Holy Trinity. That's a lot. I just, a lot right I just prepped for this preview show all week. Yeah. The whole week? <laughs> you just wait. I know. Every time I, I sent you a message, Kate, you were just like, you were just like, preview show? Preview show? I'm like, no, Casey, I'm just saying hello. I'm just saying, how are <laughs> you right. doing? And you're just like, oh. And then you're like, don't bother me unless it's about the preview show. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Okay. Bye, let me... Well, let, let us test this theory because that will kind of segue into like what we're going to discuss to oh. kick things off. Casey, what is the first fight of the night? What is the opening fight? <laughs> Without peeking over the topology page. Uh, yeah, no oh, cheating. I know this one. Um, my boy. Um, the boy, boy, Roxy Montefiore. Uh, the uh, boy. <laughs> the boy version of him. <laughs> Roxy. Jordan uh, Levitt. Jordan Levitt. Yeah. Mr. I, 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 I murdered Matt Wyman. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the first fight? Jordan Levin. Yes, Jordan yes, Levin. versus Claudio Playas. Who's so he very good. Oh, okay, <laughs> that would been too tough, I guess. You should uh, know. He produced. He, he would know the answer to that. He produced produced that interview with Jordan Levin that you can now watch on our YouTube page. Yeah. So good for you, Casey. You really <laughs> have spent the time prepping for this card, and it might be a good thing for the casual MMA fan because the UFC is back with a uh, an interesting card. Of course. All signs point to next weekend, UFC 263 in Glendale, Arizona. We get the two title fights, the two rematches, Adesanya versus Vittori. We got Figueiredo versus Moreno, two for the flyway title. Of course, we got Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. But this Saturday is a different story. We have heavyweights colliding in the main and the co-main event. The main event being Jairzinho Rosenstrike versus Augusto Sakai. And AK, I'm going to begin with you. We talked about this on Between the Links yesterday. If you told me a year ago that Augusto Sakai's next two fights inside the octagon would be main events, I would at least look at you funny. I might not laugh in your face, but I might just be like, I don't really know if that's true. But turns out that is the world we live in. What do you think of this matchup uh, to headline the UFC's return tomorrow? (laughs) Am I am I jumping the gun? I know we're going to talk about other matches from the card. Am I jumping the gun here by saying why is why is Martin Tibera not in the main event? Is that wrong for me to ask? Is that an absurd question to ask? The man is on a four fight win streak. Four, I know he, I, won, I know he went four zero in twenty twenty. I can't remember if he got like I look if he got a win before that, but he is on one of the longest streaks in the heavyweight division. He took their business, and, uh, you know, they matched up with Greg Hardy. Pretty high-profile fight, given Hardy's, you know, uh, fame or notoriety, however you want to put it. So I thought that was a nice win. Uh, yeah, sorry, so one last four. So he's only behind uh, Francis Ngannou and Cyril Ghan when it comes to win streaks. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike, I, I, even you say if you'd asked me a year ago, if you asked me now about, like, Sakai and Rose Strick being in the main event, I find it strange. They're both coming off of losses, uh, it's not, and it's not like Jairzinho's last performance was like super exciting. Uh, I, I understand. I think of the four heavyweights in the top two fights. I guess Jairzinho is kind of the, the biggest name of the four, but I don't know. They like Walt Harris. They seem to like him. He could have been the main event too. I don't know. This whole, this whole, uh, these top two fights in general are just kind of like it, it. It's it's an odd way to cap off a UFC card, isn't it? So if you were the builder of these cards, you would put Walt Harris versus Tybora in the main event over this one? Yes, and, and Tybora would be the A-side. I'd give it to John Anik. The man the man around around which this card was built, Marchin Tybora. <laughs> I just want to hear that. Is that wrong? He deserves it. No. Yeah, listen, he does. He's been on a good streak. He has quietly three. amassed this really impressive winning streak. Yeah. If he beats Walt Who Harris, it's five in a row. 
What was his last loss, though? Oh, I don't remember. You were there, AK. I'll give you that hint. What? Yeah, he got you? knocked out in 59 seconds by the one and only Augusto Sakai. Back-to-back oh, main was, eventer, oh, Augusto Sakai. Back-to-back main Septem- eventer, Augusto oh, right. I'm Sakai. looking now. September 2019. That's a lifetime ago. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> or a year and a half, whatever. <laughs> All right, but he, he's he's bounced back. He knocked out not, he knocked out Marcin Tabura on your birthday, AK. How do you not remember? I, I again, I see. But again, the fact that it's on my birthday makes me forget all these things. But uh, that was so long ago. How is I think I feel like Tabura has certainly has to have passed him. Uh, in the let me look at the Tabura's only eleventh in the rank. Yeah. Why? Because all what? of his wins have been against unranked fighters. He's that's only fu- lost to ranked fighters. He's beat he's beaten unranked fighters and lost two ranked fighters. That's literally his UFC career. I don't like this. He should be in the main event. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm the prince. I'm the prince of positivity. I'm sorry, guys. Let, let's let's uh, Mike, go to someone else for now. I, I I hate to start off <laughs> on a negative note. I'm sure Jose or uh, or Casey can can explain why or yourself can explain why this is a thrilling main event and why I am being an unnecessary Debbie Downer here. No, I, I don't think you're. The, the, none of these like follow-ups were necessarily asked to you because we thought you were a Debbie Donner. I thought it was a very interesting point, and I'm not against it. I feel like this main event is kind of funny to begin with, and in fact, I'm not going to steal Jose Young's thunder because he said this in a way yesterday on Between the Links. I don't think either of these two fights should be the main event. There is another fight on this main card that I think would be an even better main event. Jose, I'm not going to steal it from you. I'll let you say it again for those who missed BTL yesterday. Yeah, Santiago Ponzinibbio, Ponzinibbio versus Miguel Baeza checks all of my boxes on what I want to see inside the octagon. Like Miguel Baeza is every definition of the word a high-level welterweight prospect. You know, it comes from the contender series, and then he hasn't reached the third round in any of his fight. I mean, he fought Matt Brown in his second UFC fight in Jacksonville, and I was when I and I asked him, I was like, "Did you have any like weird?" Like you, you see Matt Brown standing opposite for you in the octagon. Do you have any like weird flashbacks, like watching him on TV? And he was like, oh my God, I was so stressed and so nervous. And then he went out there and finished Matt Brown. Uh, and he was supposed, he, I believe that fight was supposed to be in the Columbus, Ohio card, right? Like, so he accepted to fight Matt Brown in Matt Brown's backyard in his second ever UFC fight. This dude's about that life. Uh, I'm all about it. Uh, and then obviously Santiago Ponzinibbio. He's coming off that bad knockout loss to the Leech Lee Jing Liang on, uh, on um, Fight Island. Uh, but he's been kind of a stalwart of the division. He's been in a ton of exciting fights. He's been in uh, some high level. He's faced like extremely high level competition at welterweight. So I love everything about this fight. I get why they didn't put it as a main event against a guy who's only 3-0 and in the UFC and then someone coming off a bad knockout loss after a very long layoff. But to me... This is the fight I am most excited for uh, in terms of actually, I'm not going to, I don't know how else to say it out of both fight cards. Cause I'm sure we're going to have to talk about it. The boxing card and the UFC card. <laughs> I have to say this is the most high level martial arts competition out there. I think. And it's the one I'm most looking forward to. I know there's the circus in town on Sunday, but of both cards, I am most excited for Ponzinibbio versus Baeza. Yeah, it's a great fight. Main event is interesting. I mean, you get two ranked guys. I, I just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to call this like it's no, I'm not going to say throwaway card. It's not a throwaway card, but it's, it's, it's a card, right? It's as AK would say, it's, it's, it's a card. It's a fight. It's, 
it's just there for us to watch on a Saturday if we want to watch it. Like it's, it's no heavy push behind this one. It's just here you go. If you want to watch fights on Saturday? Here's 14 of them for you. Your thoughts on this main how, event, Casey? How, on the main go event, ahead, Casey. Um, no, I agree with AK. Um, I wish. Uh, um, uh, I wish Tybor was in the main event. I don't care against who. Honestly, it could have been going to be going to be against Harris, Sakai, or Rosenstruck. Rosen, Rosenstruck, Biggie boy. Um, <laughs> could have been could have been against any of those. Um, I, I think Tybor, after um, finishing uh, and defeating uh, Greg Hardy, his last performance, I think. Uh, he deserved a main event push for him. Um, yeah, but this, this this card, like, yeah, you said, I mean, you said, like, heck, um, it's a card, technically. <laughs> um, there, no, there's no real high stakes, you know, outside of just, you know, these guys' own careers, you know, but there's none of these fights. You know, every good fight night card, I feel like you should have one fight, go, ooh, whoever wins this might get the title shot. But there's nothing on this card that suggests that there's going to be some sort of title shot for any of the winners, no matter how ex- impressive it is. But um, yeah, Miguel Baez is in, that's going to be fun fight. See if Ponzinibbio can kind of get back to his you know top five ranking or what he had before you know his million injuries. But I think he was sick. I think he had like a bone disease, didn't he? He was out like for something a while, like, I mean, yeah. like he had a bone infection, so it wasn't even like an ACL or anything. It was like he physically like couldn't move, yeah, yeah. which is insane. Yeah, um, it's a card, Biggie Boy. I don't know. I, I like saying Biggie and Boy's I, name, look, so that's. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I think it's okay to have cards where you know where there isn't always uh, you know title implications, things like that. It's it's just uh, if it there if there you know if it's not going to be a card with number one contender implications or some you know undefeated person at the top that they're pushing really hard. It's like you'd like to have maybe a few more, at least some recognizable names or uh, stylistic matchups that are kind of guaranteed to, to like put on like bangers. I'm not saying this card can't do that. I'm just saying, uh, honestly, I, I, I'm just, I, I can't lie to America. I'm not as familiar with a lot of these fighters. Like, I mean, I, I've seen them all fight, I, but maybe like at least once or twice, but that doesn't mean I'm familiar enough with them where I feel comfortable saying like, oh, Makwan Amir Khani versus uh, Kamela Kirk is definitely going to be a banger. I, I honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it could be, but uh, 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 the only one like, yeah, the only one, like like Jose said, um, Ponzinibbio Beza is the one where I think we've seen enough from both guys where we can be like, oh, yeah, like this this is either going to be Friday Night Frontrunner or should have been the main event, right? And there's a lot of fights on the preliminary card specifically where I'm very interested in one of the fighters in like almost every single card. Exactly. Almost every right, single exactly. fight. Exactly. Yes, uh, yes. Well, even, even going up to the main card, like I'm very curious about very specific fighters. Yeah. The fight itself, though, with both dance partners, I am Ponzinibbio Baez is, is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah, yeah, because I I want to see I want to see uh, Mason Jones again. That fight with Mike Davis was so much fun. I want to see him again. Uh, I want to see uh, uh, Manon Fioro. I think she could like yeah. be a contender at flyweight. We'll see, right? But you're right. As far as like the actual, uh, will it be? Will these be good fights? I I can't I can't speak to the matchups that that well. I'm excited for Zalaw and um, Woodson. I I, I enjoy. That's a good. That's a good. I guy. love Sean I mean, Woodson is on is Team Jose. For yeah. sure, and I. But Zalal's <laughs> great too because I spent some time with Zalal on Fight Island, and he's just a very funny character. Like when when he's not talking about fights, he's just fun to talk to. Yeah, so just, yeah. yeah, that fight rules too. But I don't know how great it will be, but it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things that stuck out in the Jordan Levitt conversation about Claudio play is, is like he's 
he's not a guy. He, he's just going to tell you like it is. And I feel like their styles are kind of similar. And I brought that up to him and he goes, yeah, so this fight could be really awkward. Like it could be a really awkward, weird fight. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, I hope it doesn't. I want to put on a show for you guys, but like, I'm just being honest. This might be a weird kind of strange fight. So Which it's just one of those kinds now? of cards. Which book is he reading? Uh, what did he, 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 he promoted, I forget what exactly, some, he was, he some was like on series. A, he, he was on a dive with Stephen King the last time I chatted with him. No, he didn't mention Stephen yeah. King. Well, you know, go to our YouTube page and watch our interview yeah. and he'll tell you. There we go. Jeez. Good plug. Last Good plug, question Casey. of the interview. It's the last question of the interview. So go check that out. <laughs> there is a series he promoted. To get to that. Don't skip around. Yeah. Just, you got you to build a, it up to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very interesting guy, and he he's working with Neil Melanson now. And just hearing like the influence Neil Melanson's had on him is is, is pretty fascinating stuff. So, uh, and listen, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to be a downer either. It's just this is what it is, and it's not the fighters' faults that this is what we're getting for a card. Like, I'm watching no matter what. I'm excited for some of these fights, and I think it's. And usually, when we talk about these cards in this fashion, they deliver on Saturday, and. You know, we talk about it like this is a pretty fun card. It lived up to or exceeded expectations. And this has the potential to do that. Absolutely. We're just there's for the casual viewer. Like if I were to call my little brother up right now and say, you watching the UFC tomorrow, chance are he's going to say no. It's a weird main it's event. It's a weird what, main what, event. Why, why, why <laughs> is there not more of a why is there not more of a push behind Miguel Baeza? Like, why does he not get the? I mean, I, I'm probably asking questions that I at least someone know the answer to, but I, I, I don't, I'm, I don't mind throwing a question out there. Why does he not get the Sean O'Malley treatment? You know what I mean? Why does he not get this big? And he comes from Contender Series. Like, if there's any evidence, you know, if they, if they love promoting that show, he's such a great success story from it. He finished his first two UFC fights. He beat Matt Brown. He beat Matt Brown. Why are why is there no not a bigger push behind this guy? It's so frustrating. Well, it almost he, feels like he's fighting Ponzinibbio. Is that the push? What, what, what do you, when you say bigger push, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, how many people do you think are aware? I mean, how many people do you think are aware this fight is happening? How many? I get like I get it like. Like me, I get what he's saying. Like, because like when when Sean O'Malley fights, he's always one of those guest fighter Q and As, and like he's always like, "Oh, tune in with Daniel Cormier and Sean O'Malley as Megan Olivi interviews them and stuff yeah. like that." I get what he's saying. And he's got a personality. Uh, he's got a personality. I get it. Like uh, Sean O'Malley has a personality. Sean O'Malley yeah. also he's pushing himself. I understand. You know, yeah. yes. No. Sean O'Malley also kind of a certain demographic. Like he's reaches a certain demographic that like say like Ryan Garcia, the boxer. Maybe he's not mm-hmm. the best boxer in the world, but he's by far the most popular with a certain demographic of kids. I think Sean O'Malley fits right into that same category. But that's what's so like so the, the frustrating thing we always bring up with the UFC is we know that they can give guys a platform to promote themselves. Why can they not help to promote guys who maybe aren't as good at self-promotion and don't immediately appeal to you know, making that impact with a certain demographic? This is where the UFC always falls short. And again, we're broken record with this sort of thing, but... I hope if he wins, definitely if he beats a guy like Ponzinibbio, man, get behind this guy. Re- really find ways to showcase. Again, I, 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 uh, Mike, I'm sorry. Have you, have you interviewed uh, Baeza before? It's been a while. I, I interviewed yeah. him before the Contender Series and sure. right before oh. his debut, but that was the last time I've talked to him. Is he a very verbose guy? Is he more more reserved? No, he's. he's I mean, he's he's not going to sit there and create a bunch of clickbaity headlines, but he's, he's right. a very yeah. fun dude. He's a fun guy and he's yeah. a great fighter. What unfortunately like guys like Baeza, even like Kevin Holland, like Kevin Holland, like I was interviewing him on the regional scene. And I was like, good Lord, like this guy has something. And even when he was like winning, you know, a fight here and there, like 
people are like, oh, why is not he get the push? It, it's unfortunately, it's going to take a lot of activity to maybe get him over the hump. Like it went over, they're certainly setting him up with the right fights. I mean, your yeah. second UFC fight, you're knocking out Mac Brown. Then you get the set, the Sado fight. But I mean, that was his third different opponent and second different date. And now he's getting Ponzinibbio on this card. And it's sort of the, the quote unquote people's main event. So they're putting him in like good spots. I just think it's more like at his point, like with where he's at right now, the more you see him, the more over he's going to get. So if he could go out there and get a quick win and stop Ponzinibbio and then bounce back, like, you know, two months later and get another win, like the familiarity factor, especially in this sport is very prevalent. And if he could do that and, you know, stay pretty active fight three or four times this year, I think he has a good shot, especially if he wins all of these fights to be in a really good spot at the end of the year. Push by Push Marching Tabura. I don't ask for a lot. Marching Tabura has had a, a main event fight against a former yeah. UFC champion. Yeah, it was five rounds, and I can't. I know what happened, but I don't remember anything that happened in the fight. I think that might be probably so. I want to give him a five. So round amazing! Fight. It was probably so so amazing. It's all just a. Do you know where that fight brain. took place? Do you know where that fight? I don't even know who. I don't even know what fight. I don't even know who he fought. Fabrizio Verdun for, 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 for twenty five oh, yeah. in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Exactly. You all look confused. That's probably no why Martin Tabura. Exactly. You, you, that could, was five you, could be, you could be making that up. You could be making that was, up right now. And honestly, that was we would, five we would, none of rounds. Us would call you that that was a five round fight, and I can't like. Do you know the co main event of that car was Jesse Jess and Beck Rollins? Like that was that car. Yeah, I mean, so it's like no Australia. one remembers that car. <laughs> yeah, in I, Australia, I, I, two I, I, Australian I, I, fighters I, I, fought I, each other in Australia. <laughs> I remember that fight and not the Tabura for Doom fight for some because he because I know he because Tabura had another like very okay win over Andre Arlovsky in Singapore and then people mm. were like oh should he get a main event I'm like I don't want to like I watched that Arlovsky fight and because it, it was like three in the morning over here and I had to stay up and recap and I was like I don't want to see Marcin Tabura for five rounds and then they gave him five rounds and it was exactly what I thought was going to happen it was a fight and he lost all five rounds. Uh, but maybe that's why they don't want to give another five round fight against the ranked opponent. Look, I'm, I'm I'm guilty of this. I I remember tweeting I think whatever maybe a couple uh, whatever before obviously before 2020 um some or maybe in the middle of 2020 whenever when Jabra was in this round something like Martin Jabra has had 10 UFC fights and I cannot tell you like a single thing about them. So I'm I'm guilty of this. I am guilty of this. The but problem. I, but 2020 the opened prob- my eyes. It opened my eyes. The problem with Marcin Tabura, and I said this when he beat Greg Hardy, uh, because everyone's like, oh, he finished Greg Hardy and this and that. I'm like, Greg Hardy, like his lungs gave out after one round, which <laughs> is like, and then, and then Marcin Tabura beat him. But he was a heavyweight, and he rattled off like four or five decisions in a row with like no real highlights. And then he got sparked by Sakai, Shamil, Derek Lewis, and then he had the five round fight against for doom maybe that's why i don't want to give him five rounds because he either dies in there or puts on like just <laughs> a, you know a fight he wins he gets to have his paycheck but that's it no real highlights you can't remember the fights because there's nothing memorable about them well, well i'm glad we've well we've given him his time that's for sure on this show i'm glad we've done our part that's that's all i wanted that's all i want and i hope the ufc does the same if he wins on saturday and you know what's you know, you know what's you know what's kind of crazy about this whole thing? You could have given him any other fight, and he might have like a, a bit of support behind him. But you're putting him up against Walt Harris. Like everybody wants to see Walt Harris get a yeah, win right now. Like, you know, like this yeah. is a bad spot for him. It, it, it's just not a it's it's not a good spot for a guy who's trying to get over the hump. He's got a four fight winning streak. He's trying to get that notoriety that he, that he searches for, and then you have to fight Walt Harris like. 
Everyone's cheering for Wild Harris in this fight. Everybody. Oh, Wild Harris is coming off two really bad losses. And so if Tybora needs, if he wants to jump up the ranks, you know, he's going to have to smash Walt Harris, which will be his third bad loss if it happens. And it's just like, yeah, all, the story is going to be about Walt Harris. Not, no matter what happens, the story is going to be about Walt Harris. If Walt Harris wins big, it's about Walt Harris, of course. If he loses big, Walt Harris loses big, it's still about Walt Harris. It won't be about Tabor. So, uh, yeah, Tabor, yeah, it sucks for Tabor. <laughs> it's, it's, there's no, there's, this is a, yeah, it's not a, not a, not a good fight for him. I mean, yeah, I mean, not great he, he might win, but as far as popularity, notoriety, yeah, yeah. I, I like I like his voice. He has a really high voice. His, his English, uh, he, he, I just I always he's find he's a funny amusing. guy. Yeah, I like him, but um, he doesn't fit, he doesn't fit the he doesn't uh, he doesn't look the part. Basically, Tabor, unfortunately, doesn't look or act the part, hey. and for what the UFC wants. So maybe yeah, maybe if uh, if Jan wins. Well, if, if Tabura wins, stick him on that Chicago. Like, if uh, I've heard rumblings of a Chicago card maybe in September, which is a huge Polish population, stick Tabura and Jan on that card. Maybe that'll be enough to, you know, give him a little push in the States. Yeah. I mean, we saw the, like the electricity behind Tony Ferguson in Houston. It was crazy. <laughs> like, the guy, the guy was the star of the show. He could have lost, he could have entered that fight on a 13 fight losing streak. It wouldn't have mattered. You would have forgot all about it listening to all that so the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba DraftKings brings you same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. 
Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, as of right now, for those who are interested in the betting odds, Rosenstrike is a slight favorite, minus 120. Some have it as like a straight pick em. Uh Tibor is a minus 175 favorite against Walt Harris. And Miguel Baez is the slight favorite, minus 120 against Santiago Ponzinibbio. Comeback is plus 100. So some pretty evenly matched fights here. I think there's only like a couple of examples where there's like massive lines. Like Man and Fioro is the biggest favorite on the card at minus 525. Uh, against uh, the newcomer Chicago's, Tabitha Ricci. Yeah. Um, yeah. Woodson's the favorite over Zalal. Jordan Levitt's a two to one favorite over Claudio Poyas, which is interesting, interesting. since Poyas, this is like his fifth or sixth UFC fight. So we'll see. And he's got two, and he's coming in on a two fight winning streak. He's been out for a while, though. Year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been out for a while. Yeah, September of 2019, I think the last time he fought. So. What are the peeps saying about this uh, wonderful card? And if you guys want to talk about the circus too, we can certainly talk about that. Um, <laughs> Mayweather versus Logan Paul coming up on Sunday. We could certainly discuss that. I don't know if it can get any better than the last six minutes of between the links yesterday when oh. Jose and Jed Mishu laid out their dream scenarios for how that fight plays out. We'll, so. we'll, have, we'll have that clip out there, but or just go to our yeah, YouTube page. So and then, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Yes. Um, what are the peeps saying gonna, about uh, any predictions? Or we just going, want to go to the peeps right now. Yeah, we we'll, we'll 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 do some predictions. Jose, who wins the main event? Uh, Jairzinho stops him in three. Casey, Sakai decision. Ak. Uh, Rosenstruck decision. Marcin Tybora cashes in his money in the bank. And wins. No, uh, <laughs> Rosenstra, I, I, I think I'm going to say like third or fourth round finish for Jarzinho, but I think he's going to be down on the scorecards and like he's going to be down at least two rounds by the time he gets the finish. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to go in the books in the recaps as a comeback win, but I think he lands I, the big shot at some point wins. Yeah. I think Sakai's cardio, I think, kind of played a big factor in him losing over because he looks good against Overeem for a minute. And then Overeem's, I think we all agreed it was like he won the first two stuff. rounds, I think. Yeah. I think. yeah that, and then that's just, that just comes down to veteran game. Like, you know, main event, you just blow your gas in like two rounds. And then Overeem's like, I'm just going to smoke you right now. So that's, that's just learning with experience. Yeah. Well, you, you tired, bro? You tired? Okay. Well, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, other so, than all right. that, the guys look great. And I mean, he, he knocked out Tabor. He's looking great in the UFC. Um, I mean, he's he's a, he's, he's, a Bellator, he's a Bellator washout. I mean, come on. <laughs> I was there for his Blagoy Ivanov fight, and that was a fight <laughs> <laughs> that existed. I'm trying to remember that. I rem- I remember it being like a super close fight, and I thought Ivanov won. But I, I remember I, I was I because remember. that was the was next close, like yeah. that was the day after that was the first fight card after the f- the first fight island that was the first apex card when like no one really knew what was happening we were that was when the media room was still out in the tent in the in the parking lot so it was like a thousand degrees and uh in like May and everyone was just like let's just move along <laughs> oh that was that card that wasn't in ja- that wasn't the Jacksonville card that's right no. Is One anyone asking card. about Casey? Are there any questions about the other heavyweight fight in the card? Because I do want to. I do want to. You know, hope we talk about it before. Sorry, we got we got another big boy fight. Oh, thank you, Matthew Wells. Matthew Wells of <laughs> MMA Junkie. 
Or is this another Matthew Wells? Rob Thank you, Matthew. That Wells. looks like that all, that oh. that profile pic looks like Brock from Pokemon. Yeah. What were you asking? Are there any questions about uh, Tanner Wells. Bozer fight? Is that is that what you're asking? Yeah, man. Is anyone yes, asking Tanner versus Bozer? The and, sledgehammer? Nothing. I was going to say, or the, the Alir Latifi fight. As That's the say. bulldozer versus the sledgehammer right there. <sighs> I oh, like the Tanner it. Bozer, he, he, you know, he had a little 15 minutes of nothing against Arlovsky, and like there's no buzz on him anymore. I love Tanner Bozer. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is one of those guy. fights that, yeah, it's one of those interesting fights that got... It's one of those things that, like, until I looked at it the other day, I had no idea it was happening on the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Latifi, this is Eli like, Latifi's oh, cool. first, like, like are, we still, are we still calling this the pandemic era? Well, there's no fans, so yeah. let's go for it, yeah. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. His last fight was Derek Lewis in sold-out Houston. He has not fought since. Oh, that was on the card. The Yeah, the yeah. Uh, Reyes. You know um, the, fight that, the fight that he beat Derek Lewis? Yeah, that was potential yeah. home cooking. Nah, Derek just won that. Crazy. It's what it was close. I mean, it was it happened. I, I thought Derek really won too. Like, but. like Derek Lewis definitely landed heavier shots, but yeah. it was like one of those f- fights where he would lose for like four and a half minutes, and then he just punched the soul out of Latifi <laughs> for thirty seconds. And we say lose. I mean, it was, it was it was Latifi just holding. I wouldn't say it was like was, please don't hit me. I'm the octagon. Yeah. I would say that. It wasn't even controlling the octagon. He's like, I'm just going to take you off your feet and hold you so you don't punch me. And Derek Lewis decided enough was enough after four minutes every round. <laughs> did he finish? And he did, punched uh, him. Was it a, no. 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 Now, I'm pretty sure that was a split decision. Lewis Lewis won a split. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bozer, just, he just hilariously answered a troll on Twitter. Uh, someone, <laughs> I, I guess because they did the – you guys saw this. He did. They did the face-off, and I guess uh, – uh, uh, Elir was not wearing a mask and Tanner Bozer was and I don't know what Tanner Bozer's policy on masks is but this answer is hilarious either way uh, someone's like oh this is a real man versus a guy wearing a mask and then <laughs> Tanner Bozer goes like they gave me a mask and told me to wear it you stupid um, C word <clears throat> not a nice not a nice word so no Ooh. no tolerance for trolls yes no tolerance for trolls Tanner Bozer he's my favorite fighter when it comes to that stuff it, uh, <laughs> there's love, nobody better yeah, he. Uh, okay, Tanner Bozer made me feel like it. Made me feel like an ass face one time because <laughs> I was that I was in the I was I was in the media uh, doing the post press scrum and on the broadcast they kept saying Tanner Bozer so fast you know he could cut down to two hundred five so I kind of asked him was like is two hundred five a possibility he was like that's the dumbest thing anyone's ever said I'm like oh jeez Bismi said and no one made fun of him <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> but, but you're not but you know what though he did that he honestly if I think it is physically possible I mean should he try yeah. and cut down to that no, maybe not but, but he's not that much bigger than Latifi I mean if you look at Latifi who yeah. you know fought at 205 he has like a Latifi. Pat Berry bot he has like a Pat Berry bot yeah. yeah he probably could he's if like he really wanted to make 205 you're not an ass went, face, Casey. You are not 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 for that reason yeah. anyway. You're, for that particular reason, you are not an ass face. I think I, I think Bozier came in heavier this time, didn't he? Like in the two forty range. I think they're both around two because I think Latifi also came in two forty this time. He's from Canada, right? He is from Canada, Alberta. Yeah. yeah, Damon, our own Damon Martin was like writing a piece on like a Canadian prospect, I think, and he was asking me for like. Like current, like pred, like in the last five years, outside of Rory McDonald, like has there been a like who's the next big Canadian fighter that has like been a contender? And I was like Julia Budd, yeah, 
And then I, we, like, I was trying to rattle off all the Canadian fighters I could tell. He goes, wow. And then it dawned on me, like, there really hasn't been one since Rory or, like, GSP. I guess Felicia Spencer. No, we're struggling. But, uh, we're struggling. Yeah. Our, amateur, our amateur scene up here sucks. So, not, yeah. not the fighters suck. Who's organization? Who's the next guy? Like, who, who's, like, realistically, who could, like, Hakeem Duadu? Probably. Oh, in the USA right now, yeah, I like Jordan, yeah. but I don't know if I'd put him up there. I think but I think he's still right, but he's three. And, he's he's three and three, and Dewado's actually ranked, mm-hmm. and he's yeah, you know I'd he's had matchups. Like, he was supposed to fight Burgos. Uh, yeah. Before uh, I think Is Kevin Lee still training hurt. at TriStar because I was, was just caught. <laughs> yeah, and he is my cousin. He is my cousin. <laughs> so there's some definitely some Canadian there. Yeah, Rory McDonald's not even a TriStar anymore. I cannot believe Anthony Romero didn't get a contract on the Contender Series. You need Canadian prospects. That kid is a legit Canadian prospect. And he had a great performance on the Contender Series. And he got shunned by Dana White because he took the... It was like one of those, oh, he went for a takedown. He turned off the gas in the third round. Didn't look for the finish. It was such a travesty that that kid didn't get a contract. So they're there just... Just not in the UFC. How dare or, he mix the martial arts? Oh, you're, you're not you're out of here. You're out. I, uh, and then even uh, Arjun B- Buller is like, Arjun, uh, yeah. he, he's a champ, but uh, I think yeah. people look at him and they don't see Canadian MMA fight. We obviously know, but. Right. I wonder know, why. Right. Hmm. Uh, thank you, Mariners fan in the comments. <laughs> he's, he's pointing out Bozer weighed in 242. Alir was 240. So both guys are on 240 this time. Um, okay, yeah, I meant, I meant just like Bozer compared to like his last couple fights because remember he he, was, right. he slimmed down a bit and got down to like I don't know if he ever got to like the upper two twenties, but he's like the low two thirties for sure. Yeah, like two thirty five something like that. Um, Casey, do you see this question from Brian S about the uh, fight that shall not be named on Sunday? <laughs> uh, what the boy? I, I can just yes, because I do want want to answer this. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it later. Of course, we're okay. Oh, about, okay, you're building up. Of course, talking about Chad Ochocinco versus Brian Maxwell, right? Uh, Brian Maxwell, yes. Chad Johnson or Badu Jack. Badu Jack. Uh, oh, he's back to Chad guy. Johnson he's now. Not. He's been he's Chad Johnson he is like, back, since yeah, he left the NFL. Well, since he left the NFL. Charizino, Crystal yeah. King. Yeah, just after uh, after Jared Cannon's social media kind of spiraled there for a bit. Uh, Jessica uh, deems Charizino as the new Crystal King. All right. Congratulations, Jarzinho. Crystal King. Yep. I think that's how you say it. That's a. I believe it's Let's Flipping Go. Let's Flipping Go. It actually stands for It's Left Foot God. Left Foot God. I thought it was looking for group. I thought she's playing some MMO, some online RPG and is looking for a group. I think they need a tank for the MMO. But okay, fair enough. All right. Questions. Yeah, we'll take anything at this point. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. Uh, do you think that the Rose Strike Sakai Ooh. fight actually has an effect on the heavyweight rankings? Will it matter who wins? Will it matter who wins? Yeah. Okay, like so, in life? So <laughs> we're, we, we, talked about, we talked about this on Between the Links yesterday, and Jed and Jose gave their takes on this. So I guess I'll kind of spin this into sort of that question to you, AK. Who needs this one more? Like, who needs this win more? Both guys obviously need it, but who needs it more? Who is in more of a must-win situation tomorrow? 
Oh, Sakai definitely needs it. Sakai definitely needs it. I think I joked, what was the show we were doing earlier this week? Uh, oh, uh, the A-side, to Jose, where someone was like, where do you see these guys in a year or something? And I kind of joked like Sakai will be in the PFL <laughs> contending for a million dollars, which is, which is uh, it sounds like a diss, but I, again, I don't, one thing, I don't think fighting the PFL is a bad thing. Um, I think there's some good heavyweights there, so I don't think that's the worst thing. Two, it's like, I just also think like, uh, yes, it's good that he's getting, like we said, he's getting another main event. So clearly there is some faith in him from the matchmakers, but I also think they see him as a B-side, as a perpetual B-side heavyweight. And that does not give you a lot of um, job security. So he does need this. Also, if we're just talking about the UFC rankings, he would jump up because Rosenstrike is six uh, in the official UFC rankings. Sakai is nine. So I do think he'd either, he probably would take his spot because then Walt Harris above him, uh, and Shamil Abdurakhimov. So uh, he so maybe Abdurakhimov would get bumped up to six. Sakai would probably be seventh. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and it would shake down from there. Uh, but because if, if Rodenstruck wins, he's not going above into the top five. He's number six right now. He's not breaking the top five with a win over Sakai. So he does need the win to hold on to his spot. But I think Sakai has a lot more to lose. I think he's a lot closer to like legitimately one one loss away uh, or maybe another bad loss away. If, uh, should he lose on Saturday from uh, maybe not being with the UFC anymore? Yeah. And kind of going to you Casey this is this is one of those like like Rob Font's fighting Cody Garbrandt like two weeks ago we're like what where does it put like the winner in the title conversation and like after Font's performance like you can conceivably see him fighting for a title like within his next two fights like just based on where the division stands right now whoever wins this fight is not two fights away from fighting for a belt they're probably like five fights away from fighting for the belt because you got Francis you got Derek Lewis, you got John Jones, you got Stipe, you got Cyril Gan, and that's just like naming five of them right off the top, like right there. Neither of these guys can leapfrog any of these guys, can they? Definitely not Sakai. Um, Biggie Boy, maybe like a 30-second finish type of thing, you know, where he can maybe get a quick, a quick turnaround and, you know, he fights for cheaper than those other gentlemen. Maybe for financial reasons, Rosenstruck could leapfrog but sakai no yeah i it's just it's just a fight um and i agree with ak sakai this is this is a much more important fight for sakai to win because um like you said he's kind of a, he's he's like a main card b-side to the ufc and um if he loses uh i mean if 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 he loses bad and the ufc released him i don't think there'll be much uproar from the fans going hey you know so uh Sakai needs this win, and um, which is what kind of why I picked Sakai by decision because I don't expect a exciting win. I think this is going to be Sakai needs that victory, so um, I'm not expecting fireworks in this main event for in a Sakai in a, if Sakai wins. Jose is 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 the co-main event of Tybor and Harris. Is this positioned for easy seed planting matchmaking? Like the two winners of these fights will fight each other. You would have. You would assume so, but I think it's all about timing and how, like, depending on how fighters come out healthy, unscathed, whatever. Because, like, 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 Jairzinho won, like, his, he won that fight, like, real quick against Arlovsky and then immediately turned around and says, like, I'll fight over him. He needs a new fight and got that quick turnaround fight like that. And then that put him on the map. So uh, maybe he does that again, gets quick finish, and then calls out the co main event for another quick turnaround. But uh, Tabura. He's been knocked dead a lot in the past. Uh, Walt Harris has knocked a lot of people dead, as Walt Harris said. Uh, Walt Harris believes he has the best striking in the heavyweight division with uh, Alexander Volkov 
openly laughed at at media day when that was brought to his attention. So I think realistically, if the two winners come out unscathed, sure. I mean, I wouldn't hate that fight, uh, but we also have the Volkov Cyril Gon fight down the road. If say Cyril Gon wins, I wouldn't hate seeing like, I want to see Jairzinho and Volkov fight. I think that would be a fun fight uh, or Walt Harrison, Cyril Gon or any of those guys. But I just think we got to see how these fights play out first uh, before we can really fantasy match make. That's for all we know. It's two six month suspensions. Like, what if someone gets a massive, like, Jairzino ripped a man's face open in the fifth round. So, for all we know, that could happen again. Uh, and then his six month suspension. Yeah, but over him, he would like in 30 seconds. Yeah, but Overeem is literally a robot. Five months later. Yeah. The dude is made of a... Like, that dude is a different breed of humanity. I understand. True. All right, what else we got? Okay. Like, is Alistair Overeem better than all four men in the main and co-main event? I know Jairzinho won, but like yeah, we kind of everyone view, everyone kind of views that as a loss almost because he was losing that whole fight until he landed that punch. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have Overeem over all four all four of these. Gentlemen. Yeah, I like, miss. I would have, I would have Verdum over all four of these. I mean, think of like these kind of UFC yeah. heavyweight stages. Maybe Verdum. Maybe Verdum in 2021 versus Jairzinho would be interesting. It would be interesting. I think Jairzinho is clearly the second best of, if you include Overeem in that group. But uh, I miss watching Alistair Overeem in the UFC or just fighting in general. He he, he could be used in a lot of ways and in a lot of good ways right now. He's he's a name mm-hmm. they would probably like to have at this point and JDS. If we're being honest, <sighs> what you gonna do? Two Argentinians on the same car, what? first in UFC history. Doctor Alan Grant. Coming what? through. That's I did not. not I was not aware of that. I got to fact true. check this. That's not true. I there was a fight in Argentina that had Argentinians on the card. Was <laughs> Nebios uh, one was of them? Was it both on the main card? Is that is Doctor Alan Grant lying to us? Oh, is it main card? Or main main card? card. Well, we'll pretend oh, same, he's he said same, same card. card. He said same card. I thought he said main he said card. Same card. So it's hold on. All right, hold on. Let's let's go ahead. You guys didn't, discuss uh, Guido oh, Guido Canetti and Santiago Ponzinibbio. I'm pretty sure we're both on the main card in Buenos Aires. <laughs> also, I'm like ninety uh, percent sure. And, and by the Starofoli was also on that card. So, yes. <laughs> so, well, see, so three. There were three. Uh, there were three then. So there was three. So yeah, sorry, this is the first time there were two. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Grant is specifically okay. That's specifically the first time there was only two. Not apologies, Doctor Grant. Apologies, apologies, Doctor. Yes, that is that is real news. But yes, uh, Staropoli and uh, Ponzinibbio are will be fighting on Saturday's card for all you Argentinians out there. Right. That was one of my first cards at MMA. I had to cover MMA fighting. Uh, I don't know very much about betting, so. No, uh, again, my advice is always I'm not taking, I'm not touching this because my advice is always don't bet. <laughs> yes, the man with with all the predictions, Mr. AK. I'm trying to nothing like really. I would, I would say throw Zawal's, money on Ricci, it, just because the line's crazy. We, I know we have high, high expectations for 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 O for O. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Fioro. Fioro, sorry, Fioro. It's, it's uh, guys. It's it's Fioro, Fioro. Okay, I'm sorry. I know you guys are. You oh, do not do French. Oh, as we did in Canada. Canadian French. It is, is Manon Fioro. Manon Fioro. Right, come, nailed, nailed it. You nailed Manon. it. 
Yeah, I don't so. even see. I don't even see odds for this fight. I don't know. Are there odds for this fight, uh, Mike? Oh yeah, uh, Fioro is the uh, biggest uh, biggest favorite on the card. Minus five twenty five. I'm surprised because this wasn't like this. Was like three days ago, this fight was made. Oh, they don't care. Yes. They'll, they'll they'll let people bet. They'll let people bet on anything. What am I? Who, what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I I would say. I mean, there's a couple of interesting ones. I'd say Zalal is is an interesting look at plus at dog money plus one fifty five. Needs a win badly here against Sean Woodson, uh, especially if that fight gets extended. That's when things really going to get interesting. Um, I think Camilla Kirk is a, an interesting short notice dog without a lot to lose. Very talented guys and waiting for his shot for a while. Makwan Amir Khani is a good fighter, but that's not a bad one. Uh, even Latifi's not a bad look at plus 160 against Tanner Bozier. I, I favor Tanner in that fight, but if Alir can put him on his back and hold him down, Makes things interesting. So, but nothing like jumps off the page for me in terms of like, there's a, I wouldn't tell you who to bet on anyways, but there's no like super live dogs that I'm like, ooh, this one's like really fascinating. I was seriously throwing money at Ricci just because there's an unknown about her. She's super small. She's a straw weight. She's a 5'1 straw weight going against a 5'7 Manofaro. And um, go yeah. back to what you're doing before. Just go I back know. to what you're doing before. <laughs> Man and for um, so I mean, there's just uh, we just don't know about um, Faro's uh, ground game at all. So maybe she just might get laid on for 15 minutes. I, I'm just talking throwing money at the line. I'm not actually picking Richie, but if we're if we're gonna try to make some money here, <laughs> otherwise I have no clue. <laughs> well, how much of an underdog was uh, was Richie, uh, Mike again? Plus four fifteen. Yeah, it was a lot. I just uh, this is my first time really looking at the odds. There's a lot of like almost everyone in the prelims who's a favorite, like almost a two to one or three to one favorite. Right? Uh, let's see, Levitt's a two to one favorite. Yeah. Salikoff's two to, two and a half to one favorite. Mason Jones almost a three to one favorite. That's, uh, doesn't that months, seem a little high? Doesn't Mason that seem a little high? Jones, I don't, I don't Mason Jones is a, he was a champ champ or just a champ? He was Cage a champ, champ in Cage Warriors. Champ, yes, yeah. he when he lost on Fight Island, uh, and I think that was the fight, Mike. If I remember correctly, um, we we kind of circled that as like the dark horse fight of the night, and then it was fight yeah. of the night going into that. He oh, so apparently had no desire for the UFC doctors to get near him after that fight. Like he was like, "Everyone, get out of my face!" And I saw uh, Sean Shelby kind of in the hotel just be like you can't do that anymore. <laughs> like had to kind of get, it was like a dad talking oh. to his son because he was like, that fight was, that fight was brutal to watch. That was just like two guys just hitting each other with hammers. And then he's like, listen, they're there for you. Don't get, don't yell at our doctors. <laughs> yeah. That, that dude, so that whole, and, uh, and I think Mason Jones is training at alpha male now, if I, if I remember correctly. Oh, Wow. Okay, I get it. I get why he's, but I find anytime someone's like winless in the UFC to be like a three to one favorite, that's like so crazy. But again, I'm not telling people to level bet. Level of competition. I'm just saying, level of competition. I know. Alan Patrick. Alan Patrick's been fighting like, in the UFC for a while. Alan Patrick isn't bad. Yeah, and like Manon is older. She, she has like the whole story with Manon before her last fight. She doesn't have a lot of professional wins, but she fought a ton as an amateur. Like she was like an IMMAF like two time champ or stuff like that. So her experience at fist fighting. Uh, other humans is a lot higher than her professional record shows. 
Yeah, it's like Shorty Torres. He had like 35 yeah, yeah, exactly. amateur fights. Yeah. Uh, Montana De La Rosa, also a big favorite, minus 265. And Tom Breeze, yeah, really? minus 240 over Antonio yeah. Ahoyo, who's back at plus 200. De La Rosa is some big, big odds. Wow. Hmm. Right? And some, a lot of these fighters who are favored are coming off of losses. And again, I know we're saying, level, like we said, of course, level of competition, whatever, but. <laughs> Well, it's like I think I said this This on between the links. There's a lot. There's a lot of fighters that are known to fight fans, but they're coming like they. It was like like Zalal went like what three and oh four and oh in 2020 before his first loss. Uh, Mason Jones had a lot of hype. Like Montan De La Rosa had hype. Lipsky had hype. Uh, There's just a lot of fighters that had hype and then lost. And I feel like they put all of those fighters on this card. Right. Yeah, what, what's well, a lot of how one will they? It, there's a lot of how will they bounce back storylines in on this fight card. Yeah, I stand remember, by like don't Woodson. Bet. I'm looked, definitely standing by. Don't bet. Do not bet. <laughs> like look at Woodson, don't man. Talk. Like he looked great in his debut against Kyle Bokniak, and then yeah, he, he looked really good against Julian Arosa until he got Darsh choked at the very end of that fight. Like it was crazy. That Bokniak. So, yeah, there, that's that a fight, great point. That Bokniak fight was in Boston, right? on that yep. Weidman Reyes card. I remember because yep. the Nesson crew did this really fantastic profile piece on Bochniak because he has like a, he had a rough life before. Like, yeah. you know, he's had, he's had some dark stories and it was really sad. And Nesson like sent a ton of people to cover his fight and then he got smacked up and everyone, they had no idea what to do because Kyle didn't come back <laughs> to oh. do interviews. Yeah, I brutal. think he did. But Sean Woodson there at some point, but he did. They he walked back and spoke to Nesson, but then he he didn't want to speak to anyone else because uh, that was yeah. his last fight. And Sean Woodson uh, was there talking about throat tattoos and everything and his post fight scrum. <laughs> he was great. All right. He was telling the story. I was like, "What's your first tattoo?" And he was like, "The throat is my first tattoo." I'm like, "Damn." You went all out right away. And I was like, why? He goes, yeah, I had to hide it from my mom. Like, yeah, you can't hide a throat tattoo from your mom when you're like 17 years old. I just wore turtlenecks forever. <laughs> it says fear no man on his throat. And he wanted to hide that from his mom. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, fear no man, but fear mom. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Turtle, turtlenecks everywhere. And, uh, what's his name? He he did the pre he did the pre fight Q and A with you guys like just recently. Mine is uh, you can't see him, but mine is literally in the same position <laughs> behind my computer on the floor on the carpet, exactly the same. Rubella, dude, Rubella, no, don't wake, don't wake her up, don't Rubella. wake her up. Shy, nothing, nothing. Shy is out cold. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Rubella. <laughs> No, nothing. <laughs> I've been I wore, thinking about. I wore his ass out this morning. <laughs> what a long walk slash run. He was. Uh, yeah, he'll be snoozing for a little while. We've been thinking about getting a dog, but dogs in apartments. Brandon likes dogs. Yeah, Brandon would approve. He's got a dog uh, right over that, his shoulder there. No, that's a is cat. that the dog that sits on me? Casey, I always get them confused. No, no, that's I can't tell. Spe- uh, is it? I, I think it that. might be a cat. Right there. That's a dog. It's very confusing. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's Brandon and yeah. some cat. It's a very confusing message there. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe no, he likes dogs uh, too. That's He's, uh, uh, that was barking at you. Nah, this, nah. Is, this is Rubella. No, she didn't, he didn't bark at me. They didn't bark at me. It just sat on me. <laughs> yeah. So it was, a, it was <laughs> this a, is my spot. They stayed over uh, a night, a few nights a uh, while back, and he slept, he slept on, Jose slept on the couch that Fezzik, other dog, likes to sleep on. and. She did not take it. She did not take it kindly. 
She didn't. She just goes, I'm still going to sit in my spot. Whether your face is there or not is on you. <laughs> I just woke up. I was like, what's happening right now? There's just like a dog like in my eyeballs. <laughs> Dogs are fun. Uh, who's most likely to get a submission, De La Rosa or Lipsky? De La Rosa. De La Rosa. Yeah, Lucy's got she, Lucy's got some submission skills for sure. She had the nasty uh, god knee yeah. bar, which I'll never, yeah, yeah. I'll never be able to block out of my mind. But uh, but no, yeah, if it, if it is strictly a gunfight, yeah, favorite Del Rosa all the way. Yeah, you know, is Del Rosa a black belt? I know. Yeah, the last time I spoke to her, she had a brown belt. I don't know if she got elevated. Yeah, I'm seeing brown belt, but this is according to Wikipedia. So you know, <laughs> make of that make of that what you will. Make of that. Uh, that. Fight of the night, Pons Baeza. All right, we're going low key. Let's go outside of that. I don't know if that's going to be fight. That'd be that'd be my pick for a performance bonus. I don't know if that's a fight of the night in my mind because like that has like we both agree those two men are violent and that could lead to a, like like a fight of the night. But I think the winner of that, if it's st- stoppage, is going to get a performance bonus rather than a fight of the night bonus. I'll go with Woodson's Zalal. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's a good pick. Fight of the night. Am I a couple? I'll go no, But some of these, I think some of these, I think are going to be exciting. But I think they're going to be exciting and end like in a an early finish. So that's why it's kind of like defeats the whole. You know what? I'm I'm not down on Delete Saints Dropoli. I know it's kind of in this weird spot in the card where I'm sure people are like, why? You know, not super familiar with these. This was supposed to be another fight, right? This was supposed to be oh, Delete supposed to be Delete and... versus Takiriko. Takiriko, right, 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 which would have been, I think, even more exciting fight. But I, I like Stropoli. I think he's saying all the right things, too, about, like, oh, I trained with, uh, I trained with Charles Oliveira. This is my time to shine. Da, da. I, I do think he's the kind of guy who will step up a bit in the uh, now that he's on the main card. Um, you know, thir- third fight from the last. I mean, I know it's not, like, the most prestigious position, but it's, it's, it's good. It's a good spot to be in, I think. So I'll go with that as a potential sleeper. And I still see a lot from Delizze, even though he's kind of had flashes of, like, of of uh, complacency in his fights, but I do think there's a lot of potential there for him to be an exciting fighter. So yeah, I'll throw that out there. It's unlikely to be fighter tonight, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm 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 just thinking positive. I'm hoping Tanner Bozer and Latifi just rules because that fight could be horrible, could be really bad, or could rule. I'm just I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping. I'm just that's all. I'm just hoping. Yeah, Tanner Tanner Bozer is so fun to watch. It's just, he's. It's, you know when he's on the card, like yeah. something, Latifi, something like magical could happen. Is he kind of? Is it either one way or the other with Latifi? I don't. I don't really recall him being in like kind of back and forth wars. I mean, am I, am I missing? Am I forgetting? No, you're no. right. His his fights are pretty methodical. Yeah, it's either a big uh, knockout, being, he knocks yeah, someone nicely. out, or he gets you know. But like, it's, yeah, it's just he got like he died against Ryan Bader. Yeah, that was like, Ryan Bader killed him. That was crazy. Like now, like I, we saw, like his arms literally flew in the air behind him when he oh, got yeah. kneed in the face. Oh yeah, oh, he did. The whole I think that was Ryan Bader's last fight in the UFC. Yeah, he left. He left on a very big win. Yeah, <laughs> super high. Note, I think yeah. he he left on back to back wins. Then he he knocked out like Little Nog, and then knocked out Latifi like back to back. Right. Bader was like a top five light heavyweight when he left. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he was. He was oh, maybe yeah. he was maybe one fight away from a title contender. Or I mean, like he, he had a yeah. He was in a number one contender fight. He just he decided to Johnson. shoot, yeah, in oh, a yeah. lazy single leg takedown in, in Newark. I mean, that's Anthony Johnson too. Yeah, 
It was apparently, it was apparently by the way, the other, the other way around. It was Latifi, then, then Nog. Okay. 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 I just had to look it up. Uh, Latifi's first four UFC wins were first round finishes. Yep. They were smashing fools. He, he was on that, uh, he was on that Dublin card, right? That crazy Dublin card with Connor and Diego. He was? Diego was I thought he was. I was there. Brandon here with 14? another confusing message. I like cinnamon rolls. Brandon, that's yeah. a cat. That's a cat in your profile. <laughs> that's not. That's a cat. That's not a cinnamon roll. It's very. Confu- it's really confusing. This guy. Like, buddy, maybe, maybe update your. Maybe update your profile picture because again, I, I don't. You just, <laughs> I like. I like, Listen, just, I like he just writes us things he likes. I like that. Yeah, as you should. I, I look. I, I just sharing. looked up. I looked up Latifi's record because I couldn't remember some of his earlier fights because they kind of get all jumbled together. These are who these are his losses, like starting from most recent going down. Musashi. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, former UFC heavyweight contender or title challenger, probably next. Volkan Ozdemir, uh, former UFC light heavyweight title challenger. Corey Anderson, uh, p- potential Bellator light heavyweight yeah. uh Cha- uh, title challenger and he's I think it was like top. one of like top three light heavyweights in the yeah. UFC like in terms of rankings at one point Ryan Bader former Bellator champ uh, Jan Blahovich current UFC champ Gegard Mousasi in his first UFC fight on, oh, la- yeah. on short notice, short notice. Uh, Emmanuel Newton former Bellator champ and Tetsuya Mizuno and for those of you who don't remember, former deep champion. <laughs> so he's only <laughs> lost to champions and title challengers. His first My fight God. ever was against Blagoy Ivanov in 2008. It was a no contest. <laughs> Is it, was it, was it uh, Blagoy, broke, broke was the he a Bellator champ or was, it, was, he, was he? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Who? Well, uh, World Series of Fighting. Latifi? World Series of Fighting. Oh, Ivanov. But the Latifi fight, that was, I, think they broke, I think that was a cage, cage broke thing. A cage breaking situation. Yeah, I, I think believe. you're right. Yeah, that, that's right. Ivanov is that's also right. the oldest looking, like 30 year old in the world. Like, he's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. He's also been stabbed up. Like, like someone like had a knife all the way to the oh, hill, gosh, like, right. in his back. <laughs> so, like, that man is, he, he's a crazy man. He's 34. So, Blagoy Ivanov. Matt Riddle is older than Blagoy Ivanov. Let that, let process that. <laughs> <laughs> Blagoy, if you have a name Blagoy, you're just born old. I feel like, yeah, like as soon sure. as like, he, he came out and he was born as a baby, he was, a, he was just an old man. <laughs> Apologies to all the baby baby Blagoys out there, by the way. Sorry for any parents who just had a son, child. <laughs> he didn't mean old, Blagoy. he meant not, wise. wise, wise, yeah, 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 yeah. Blagoy's kind of like, like it reminds me of like, like Glover to share. Like, I just can't imagine Glover young. He's yeah. just like this always this grizzled kind of rock of a person. <laughs> All right, we got anything else? Uh, anything else? Does Brandon anything else that Brandon likes? <laughs> um, Brandon, do you like cats? Because we're all boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I read out that question from before, Casey? What well, I guess like, we don't really need, really need to phrase it. Ooh. <laughs> Better than Michelle Waterson. I was uh, the first one that came to my mind was of course the the dearly dearly departed uh, Ryan oh, Jim off Ryan Jim yeah yeah, yeah. Honor can do right now Honor can do the splits too what was do we know the story on Miss Moreau's and why she had no a and I already I already chastised uh, Joseph in the comments saying uh, Joseph if this happened two days ago it's not really breaking news anymore so. yeah. <laughs> 
breaking news on Wednesday. <laughs> he, al- he already apologized. He already apologized. Uh, we know. We don't. We don't. We don't know the reason for the for the withdrawal. Undisclosed. All right. Undisclosed. Um. She's pulled out of a lot of fights. Yeah. Yeah. Who is most likely in event of a win to use post-fight microphone effectively? This is the Michael Easter special, right? Yeah, here. he likes it. He loves this. Jordan Levitt. It's possible. Tanner? No, it's got to be Jordan Levitt, right? Tanner? No. These are both, both Tanner Bozer and Jordan Levitt are guys that will have fun, quirky interviews they're not going to use it be like i want this clown oh, and i'm going to bathe in oh. his blood and wear his face you know like no one's going to do that oh well i hope Dude, there's, there's only one answer to this question there's only one answer and it's walt harris walt harris yeah. wins he will have the best post-fight stuff and i know it's not going to be like calling out the world but it's he's going to use it to the best of his abilities for you know the other things outside of cage fighting that he's had to deal with yes. in his life and uh that he's dealing with now with the Nia's law and all those things like he will use that platform better than anybody else if we're talking about who's gonna have a good like call out i think i bet francisco trinaldo could be real angry because i feel like he's one of those guys that's constantly like no one respects me and i've been fighting for 40 years so maybe <laughs> yeah, something like that Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it could be. It very well could be. He's on a three-fight win. Like, Francisco Trinaldo has been <laughs> fighting forever in the UFC. He's on a four-fight win streak. He's very talented, man. And he's a two-and-a-half. And he's a two-to-one underdog. Oh and now we get welterweight Trinaldo. He's been in the UFC right. for 10 years. Came in uh, 169 a half this morning. So sh- sh- easy make, easy make for him this time. And he definitely, if, if if the judges were competent in Texas and scored it correctly, he would be on a five fight win streak after he beat Alexander Hernandez. Yes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, let's move on to Sunday. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Maybe I have no idea. Thoughts. Of course. I mean, There's we're going to see Carson former though. New England Patriots star Chad Johnson <laughs> in the boxing ring. I mean, that I know about, but who's he, who is he, is he facing a, who's he facing? He's fighting, he's fighting a bare knuckle guy. Ryan yeah. Maxwell. He's done other, he's done other yeah. stuff too. Apparently. Like, I think he's done a, a little bit of everything. He's kind of a journeyman, but I think Ryan, most recently like, he's been doing bare knuckle. Yeah. I, like, um, I was watching our own, our former colleague, Luke Thomas, on the Showtime Media Day because he was one of the hosts mm. when he was like sweating mm. profusely at the Versace Theater. Versace he looked good in that Versace robe, Mansion. though. <laughs> I mean, robe you can't, not, the big you can't not look good when you're wearing a Versace robe, especially when it's free. <laughs> um, in the Versace Mansion, no less. Uh, and he was kind of breaking down Brian Maxwell's career, and I didn't really know anything about him. But this is not an easy fight for a celebrity to take. In a boxing match, like this guy has actual professional like fighting. Like, he, like he's had fights that people have like paid to watch, and Chad Johnson is not. So did, uh, did you hear? Did you hear Chad Johnson at the at the press conference today? No, I did not. 
he, someone, someone asked like, you know, usually so confident and cocky, but ahead of this boxing, you know, your boxing debut, you've been really humble. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've been humble. He's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. He's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm completely out of my element. He's like, he's like, when, I, what, when you're doing something you've done your whole life. Yeah. You bring that. He's like, you bring that big energy. You bring that, you know, that, that confidence that I'm always bringing. But he's like, he's like, this guy's like coming to take my head off. Like, I'm just trying not to get hurt. So like, he was very pragmatic with his answers today. He was very like, look, I know how, how this looks. And I'm as worried about my health as you are. <laughs> I could really get hurt here. Chad, Chad Thompson was asking questions of the media. Chad oh, Johnson. Johnson. Chad Johnson. Yeah. Chad Johnson was, uh, he was in Jacksonville. He asked, he was also at the Vegas card, uh, Casey. He asked a question at the McGregor Cowboy. Uh, oh, I press remember. Conference. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, he was at the, he asked, uh, Masvidal a question cause he was going to put up like what? $10,000 on Masvidal to win. And then he lost and he looked like someone killed his dog backstage of the media room. He looked so sad when Ori Masvidal lost. He was just sitting there in the media room with his arms folded, looking down, shaking his head. It was, it was not a great look. So he was, so he was a media member of just openly placing bets. I think he was like, a, it's like when Steve-O was at the media room and when he asked questions, oh, okay. he was just kind of a guy that in the back. <laughs> so, so does Chad Thompson, does he count as a media member taking a fight? As, as a, is this, Maybe. Does, does this meet the Cub Swanson special? <laughs> uh, Mike Jackson already did that. Oh, He's yeah. One yeah. and one in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're still waiting for that third fight. Danny Downs fought too, so isn't and he still he did stuff with Junkie for ever. Oh, he has he has all the credibility. Yeah, yeah. W W E C vet. Yep. Um. Yeah, the undercards. I mean, Badu Jack's there. I know he's got a new what's opponent. My, so what's Badu Jack? What What are the odds in that fight? Minus three thousand Badu Jack. Like it should be. Close. I think I think higher than the main event. I, I think higher imagine. than. I don't know if there is yeah. odds on the main event though, since it's an exhibition match. Yeah, they don't they don't make odds for exhibitions. Badu Jack, uh, you're, not allowed, to, you're not allowed to bet on most exhibition. I'm sure people sneakily do it, but like yeah. if you remember uh, for the uh, the Tyson Roy Jones fight, you weren't allowed to place bets on most like sporting sports books, and people well, were like, "Why?" Like people were like up in arms. <laughs> like I remember, clear, they, but there's no official they, winner. That's the thing. So I right, get it. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, exactly. there are there are knockouts in this fight. There will so, be knockouts, and it'll be up be to the referee's discretion. So if yes. Floyd Mayweather just like <laughs> max him up for a bit, we could see like an Overeem Badahari finish, where yeah. he's just I, like so kind of loose on the ground. Money, money, more money has come in on Badu Jack. I looked it up and then I refreshed it. It went from minus twenty five hundred to minus four thousand and fifty for Badu yeah, Jack. One hundred percent. Because Badu Jack is really points. good. Yeah, yeah. Badu Jack is really really good boxer. He's, he's got a cool name. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> well, look, we'll, 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 William Hill has laid out odds for the main event. Because uh, this is what I saw. And I think someone, so sorry, Casey, to break protocol here, but someone was asking about the odds in the YouTube comments. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is like a minus, is only like a minus 900 favorite, uh, which sounds insane. He should be a minus 9 million favorite. But should he? As Jose just said, well, here's what Jose just said. As Jose just said before, this fight uh, is, is probably most likely to end in a draw because there will be no judges. 
I think there's a very good chance that uh, that that Floyd just f's around for was it eight rounds? Is it eight rounds? Eight fight? rounds. Yeah, I think he just he wants to. He, his attitude going into this fight has not been, man. I really want to take this kid's head off. He's just laughing and like, oh, this is hilarious. Like this is going to be fun, and this is just a way for me to enjoy my retirement and get paid like fifty million dollars. And I'm not even an active boxer anymore. So there's a very good chance he just puts on a show for everyone uh, uh, and just clowns Logan Paul for. Uh, eight rounds and then it goes to a, a draw or whatever it's called a no, imagine, no decision and imagine living in a world where kids have to point out that logan paul and manny pacquiao <laughs> went to the went a decision with floyd mayweather <laughs> with floyd. but yeah but i mean the whole point the thing the thing with the why would you not bet on mayweather to win is because again he he has to knock him out to win that's the only way i think you get yeah. paid uh, if you bet on a knockout, an chance. individual who's about 20 years younger and about 40 pounds yeah. heavier. Yeah. And that's gonna as be, as said, this is an exhibition. He's not gonna going to be, it's going to be, it's gonna be super exciting to watch if Mayweather actually does start, like really start piecing Logan up because yeah, it's just because what, what um, Jose said, 20, 20 years younger, 40 pounds lighter and what, at least maybe a eight, nine oh, inches it's shorter. Unbelievable. It's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to he watch. Needs, I, I, here's Logan Paul needs and his team need to do one thing, and that's land like one punch. Like if he lands one clean punch, I'm not saying to knock him out, but land one punch and then just NFT that and make a ton of money. I I this genuinely like when believe Connor, Connor landed one uppercut. God, we did it, guys. We landed we landed yeah, one exactly. shot. It, and won, and won some rounds and won some rounds. I genuinely believe Mayweather could knock him out in the first two rounds if he wanted to. I don't think he's going to want to do that. I think he's, he's going to want to put on a show he's, for Showtime. He's, 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 he's an entertainer. He's gonna, he's or wants to be an entertainer now, him. anyway. He's going to carry him. He's going to carry him. Uh, he's going to carry him. Yeah, he's not going to knock I think him. The, I, I really will be surprised if he knocks him out. So I would say do not bet on a Mayweather win because it's probably going to go draw. It probably ends in a draw. A, a, a no judges draw, which I would call a no contest or, in this case. I would think you know how the money back. In almost any, not really baseball, but like where you where you have to like go up against someone. So like tennis, boxing, MMA, even I'll put soccer in that category because you have a lot of like one on one kind of interactions with other people. Anytime there's someone that's a professional that trains to go up against professionals and all of a sudden you throw an amateur in there and they just do everything wrong. You're like, what that like, I don't know what like I what do I do with this man? Like he's throwing punches that a professional athlete should not throw. So I hope something crazy like that happens where Logan Paul just looks so ridiculous that Floyd Mayweather's like, what do I do with this man right now? He just kind of circles around for a bit. I think it'd be hilarious. There are prop bets as well. Of course sure there are. are. We have a, of course there are a prop first, bets. A first fighter to bleed prop. Logan Paul minus 600. See, these, uh, you should, these are fun to bet on. These, forget picking, bet, picking a winner or whatever. All right, so minus 700 for no, plus 400 for yes. Jake Paul will join the broadcast crew during the main event. <laughs> what's, what's the odds again? Minus 700, he will not. Plus 400, he will. Oh, he definitely I'd will. be shocked if he wasn't. I mean, unless he, I mean he's, well, he's probably this, in the this corner. Isn't trailer. But this it's isn't an exhibition trailer. This, is show, this is showtime, so I don't this know. This is showtime. Just, and don't, don't remind me. Not. Casey, don't remind me. Mayweather might not no, want don't. him. Because there were there were talks that Jake wouldn't yeah, even be allowed point. in the building. That's a good point. Yeah, so that's a good. They line. Cl- clearly, they know something. Yeah, exactly. I, I have not been keeping up with all the like how much Jake Paul can be involved in this show. So <laughs> obviously, that the plus four hundred probably makes some sense. Actually, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say such a such a with such surety that it's going to happen. There's, There's some training, fun ones obviously. here. He's obviously knee deep in training camp. Why would he be on the broadcast? 
You can bet on whether one guy or both gentlemen will wear a hood over their head during the lockout. (laughs) That's one or both. And those those are all different odds. Floyd's not really a a hood guy. He usually has like a hat or a mask. No, no, no. That's what when Floyd fought Connor. He wore a ski mask. No, no, he had a, it was, it was, it was like a, no, it was like a black hood. And a, and a, I'm and pretty a sure it was a ski mask. Because oh, the whole thing, okay. he was a bank robber. Yeah. Kept, I'm pretty sure it was a hood, but whatever. <laughs> I know I, he wasn't the black the archives. There's just, there's oh, yeah, such he did. weird he wore a hood on this. He wore a hat uh, and a hood and year. a mask. He had three things on. Wow. <laughs> 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 Trifecta. <laughs> Halloween. Which boxing slash fight cliched term will be used first by the broadcast team? 50 and 0, YouTube, Conor McGregor, or Rope-A-Dope? Which one will be used first? YouTube first. Wait, no. Which one? Who makes their entrance first? Logan, right? Yeah, Yeah. they're going to say YouTube star. Yeah. Yeah, So plus 150 is the odds on that. Mm -hmm. I'll go YouTube first. Or if they, or if they, they, they like swirl in, like we're here live from the Hard Rock Stadium, where fifty and zero Floyd Mayweather, you know, because uh. he's the A side. <laughs> but you got to think about how the broadcast will operate, I guess. Well, maybe if we're, if we're talking during the fight, I think Mike, I think f- Mike broke. Oh yeah! Oh, it's Mike. Oh yeah, he might be. He might be frozen. <laughs> I, I really I'll thought he was say, really invested in these odds. I was like, I, oh, no, I was like, he's really <laughs> deep, deep, deep. I'll say, Casey, I'm, I wish you hadn't reminded me that this is show. Oh, oh, Mike, you're back. You're back, Mike. I'm back. I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah, you're back. Everything no worries. No worries. I was gonna say. I was gonna oh. say. Uh, I was gonna say. I, I, I don't. Casey reminded me. This is on Showtime, not Triller, which bummed me out. I want to see. I just. I'll, I. I just. In my head, I'll be hearing after like a fight's over, and now the black keys, and it's they're just never going to show up, and it's going to really going to make me sad. Dude, there's no, I didn't, there's no I, slap fights, no slap fights. I did, Rick Flair, I did Rick not Flair want, be there? Urkel, Urkel. I don't care if there's ever is, there, is Billy White going to be there? Like that. I don't care if there's a trailer like that ever again. <laughs> I was over it after that happened. I was surreal. I don't I, need I, I, a man so who's clearly on all kinds of stuff screaming. Into the microphone during a during that a was the worst. match. We don't See, even want to go. That, that's why that me and Jose are just different people because that's all I let want. Let me rephrase. I don't, let me rephrase, rephrase. I don't need a man <laughs> who's had substance abuse problems yeah. on substances. That, that, that was sad. That, 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 that part wasn't fun. We'll do we'll do two 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 more quick ones. All right, will the fighters touch? Will the I meant for props. What? Okay. Will the fighters touch gloves before the opening bell? No is at minus 175, yes plus 135. Wait, when they come to the middle, when the ref kind of does the last instructions? Well, they touch, touch gloves. I think they'll touch gloves. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think so too. I think so. I think they will. Yeah, yes I'm should be favorite. No. Yeah. I'm going to say no because Floyd Mayweather has said he's doing this for Japan. So he's not going to touch gloves. <laughs> oh, the, that video. <laughs> wow, what a man of honor. And, may, and maybe the most interesting prop of all, will the fight go the scheduled distance? You might no. be surprised. Minus three ten for no, plus two oh five for yes. So for betting draw, we're going all over this line, aren't we? Plus two oh five, but it goes the distance. I like how they not will it end in the third round. It goes, will this reach the judges' scores? That's how they get. That's how they skirt the rules of betting on an exhibition match. Will it go the scheduled distance? I don't. I don't see a draw prop anywhere. I think they learned their lesson from the Tyson Jones one because everyone watched that preview show and they threw all their money on the draw. And they cleaned them up and they cleaned yeah. up. 
So there you go. Fans That's, vote. Where's the fan That's vote? Sunday. Uh, a fan, the fight should be decided by fan voting. <laughs> Come on, Showtime. <laughs> Innovate here. All right. Um, Are we good? Are we got any more? Uh, Gone an hour uh, and 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, What's a barrel? What's a barrel roll? Uh, as far uh, besides, if you're not in an airplane, yeah, Google it, man. Is this a sex thing? I don't. I don't have. I don't have my safe search. I don't have. My, what are you saying? I don't have my. Is this a, I don't. I don't have my safe search on. Am I allowed to? If I Google this, what am I going to see? What am I going to see if I Google barrel roll? It's just <sighs> safe search on. Should I turn? I'll turn safe, safe search on first. Is this a sex thing? I don't know who this guy is. Most the YouTube thinking, commenter. I'll fill you in. In in most video things, when people say do a barrel roll, it's the their camera does a big s- swirl. So, but you're you're oh, locked in, so it looks that. like you're no. Yeah, you can't. Casey would have to I do it. it. Yeah, yeah. If it's Casey would have okay, to make yeah, it spin in the circle. Go ahead, Casey. Barrel, barrel roll, me. barrel roll. We're me good, if you we're can. good. We're good. Um. <laughs> Oh man! Is this a sex thing? (laughs) (laughs) Like if you type in, if you if you go to Google.com and type in "do a barrel roll" and hit "I'm feeling lucky," it's one of those Easter eggs where your whole web browser will like spin around in a circle. I could do that right now. Yeah, go to Google.com. Not don't don't use the search engine in your Chrome or anything. Go to Google.com. Type "do a barrel roll" and hit "I'm feeling lucky." Didn't work. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, it did. Oh, that was crazy. Told okay. you that. That, but I mean, that, that oh. was a rib. I should have shared my no, screen no, for a second. Look, that was the, a riveting. The most famous barrel roll in MMA is um, type in Chel Sonnen barrel roll, and he did it when he fought Anderson Silva. You'll find. You'll I find still a cool put Brock Lesnar's. I think Brock Lesnar's is more outrageous. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a two hundred sixty-five pound man, like break dancing on the canvas. <laughs> Oh, remember that disco gift someone made? Of I did. Oh yeah. Ah. All right. Well, okay. Anyway, we've gone really long. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, oh, we got real yeah. quick. Will we get any more mixed That's martial arts question. content from the MMA fighting crew? Well, martial arts, mixed martial arts content, look who, Mike. Look who woke up? Look who woke up? Oh, oh. You, hey, Rebella. I think good? Shadow's eye open. Let me see if let me see if we could turn around here. Where is he? Casey, who is your who is there your, he is. I don't know who he is I don't know how away. up to date you are and who has dog, but who would be your number one dog My, that you haven't had that you haven't had to that you haven't had the chance you and Esther have not had the chance to profile before. Well, wait, hold on, we got we got we got we're looking at um Mr. Here, Hatt's new doggy. Who's this guy's Come name here. again? Shiloh. Shiloh. Shiloh, what a what dog, dog name. He's going under the desk, so we've lost him. Yeah, <laughs> we've lost him. He's gone. That's the first time I think we've got a, we've got a reveal of what's in front of Mr. Heck. Ooh. <laughs> never right. Movie just magic. A narrow hallway. No, and a treadmill no one has any, and... You guys have no idea what's this way. What's this? It's just this is magic this way. But you only get to see this way. Yeah. You, you see like you eleven centimeters of my basement. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, who would it be? Who who oh, is the um, who's the dream dog? Well, now that the uh, well, at least in California, on June fifteenth, which is less than two weeks, everything's gonna be officially open. I'm double vaxxed, so the plan 
is for me to do a mixed martial art. I'm going to go down to San Diego and I'm going to do one with Alima McFarlane. And um, her, she's adopting a bunch of new doggies right now. She's fostering a bunch of new doggies. And before the pandemic, well, right when the pandemic happened, she had a one of her dog named Kobe. And Kobe passed away, and we had a, we were planning to do one before that. So um, it'll be cool. I'm I'm excited about it. And, RIP, um, RIP and Angela Hill RIP has a new Kobe. doggy. So um, I think I'm just gonna hit San Diego, go to a bunch of gyms, and go. Uh, don't punch each other. Just show me your dogs. So um, that's gonna be cool. Aspen <laughs> Lad would Aspen Lad. Aspen would be Lad is the one, best one. one I want to do too. Was the best. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Jess has a bunch of dogs too yeah. up in NorCal. So we got, so we got the we answer got. to this question. Yes. Yes, uh, D&D. There, I'm pretty D&D, sure uh, there will be more. Izzy, Izzy's a big uh, pet person. That dude, that was the plan before. That was, that the, was plan. the plan. Yeah. After um, the Romero fight, uh, was that the was that last fight before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. that was the last fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and no, we, honestly, we we were me and Esther. We were we were talking to Izzy's people about um, trying to work out a trip to New Zealand and do a bunch of stuff down there. But then, brr, viruses. <laughs> <laughs> That was all of us, Casey. Yeah. When heard that one. yeah. Oh, oh. We got we got some coming. Uh, we got some coming. I'm excited about it. Rob Fawn would be a good one too. Remember, he brought his dogs to Media Day. Oh yeah. And uh, who also you know who also brings her dog to Media Day? Jessica I. <laughs> Remember. And um, uh, Vitor oh, Belfort. Rob, yeah. Oh, Vitor. He brought his German Shepherd and was saying the most ridiculous things. I've all, I that was in the that was for the Manchester card, and he was like, "Yeah, I wish England had colonized Brazil." I'm like, "Why are you saying that? That's weird. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Do some research. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you understand what colonization really means. I don't, I don't, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of slavery, a lot of murder yeah. and torture. <laughs> sure, Victor sure for pro boxer. We'll be boxing on the uh, the upcoming June 19th Triller card. So there you go. <laughs> Vito Belfort, one one uh, one championship fighter who never fought for one. We did a freaking interview him with the one banner. Yeah. He never fought for one. I don't get it. Yeah, he did. He did quite a few. Jeremy, right? He, he was supposed to fight that huge muscly guy. Our own Jeremy Cruz did an interview uh, where he's like, yeah, and our own Jeremy Cruz did interviews with him previewing that fight that mm-hmm. never happened. Yep. Never happened. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot. We did a lot. I, I, I spoke to Vitor for. We did a lot of interviews with with Vitor uh, for no for no actual one fight. But you, you see that boxing, video? You see that, that 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 video of him and his opponent getting into it in the gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, yeah. man. Yeah. I, you know, I tell you, I, I you hate to see that kind of real life conflict uh, yeah. caught on camera. It's really it's I really like, ugly. Uh, it's really ugly. I like our uh, Guillermo tweeted Vitor Belfort left the UFC three years ago, has since unretired and called out Vanderlei Silva, Chael Sonnen. Anderson Silva, Yoel Romero, Fedor Malinenko, <laughs> Rock Lesnar, Evander Holyfield, Oscar De La Hoya, Roy Jones Jr., Chris Jericho, and Jake Paul. He also signed with one championship and never fought there. Now Vitor will box, quote, the real Tarzan. <laughs> the real Tarzan with two N's. I assume so he could trademark it. I believe I believe Tarzan I is uh, so. the actual Tarzan oh, name is uh what's what do they call uh fair use when anyone can use it? Like the rights are not owned by anyone. Couldn't tell you. Like, I think you couldn't tell you. I think they can't copyright it. Like anyway. But uh yes, he will be boxing. So that's exciting. And if you haven't seen the video, uh guys, check out our article on MMAfight.com about the fight announcement. I wrote it. And let's just say I used some language to kind of uh, question the authenticity of the uh, video while still trying to stay objective. Flim so. flam? Did you use that word? I did not. It was uh, that was in the first draft. Oh. Flim flam. Is that a sex thing? Flim flam. Because that is what that was. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Canada <laughs> <get> is. <laughs> we got to get out of here.
Good lord, this thing is all over the place. Who never, who thought that who had who had an hour and twenty two minutes on UFC Vegas twenty eight? I didn't, but here we are. Mayweather Paul. Mayweather Paul. Barrel That's rolls. Right. And if you uh, if you liked this, we'll see you tomorrow at three thirty Eastern, thirty minutes before UFC Vegas twenty eight, and we'll just answer all your questions for thirty minutes before this thing all begins. So for AK, for Casey, for Jose, I am Mike Heck. We'll see you tomorrow. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.